Shmuel Hertzfeld, Ohev Shalom, Talmud Torah, Washington, D.C. Nikiyut, cleansing ourselves of sin. Six days a week, Jewish males wrap themselves in tefillin. Even the most scrupulous follower of this mitzvah might not notice that on top of the tefillin that he wears on the head, there are four short hairs of a calf protruding. These hairs might seem inconsequential, but if tefillin are missing these hairs, then even if they are perfect in every other aspect, they are invalid. What is the meaning of this requirement to make tefillin have protruding hairs? The Holy Zohar explains that the mystery of the hair of the calf is that the hair represents the hair of another calf, the golden calf. And so the hair represents the side of evil or sin. We must not take the possibility of sin lightly, but rather safeguard ourselves against it. Thus, the hairs on the tefillin are allowed to show on the outside of the tefillin, but the hairs are also so short as not to cause tumah or defilement. The way we protect ourselves against committing sins is not by pretending that sins don't exist, or by pretending that we ourselves are incapable of sin, but by recognizing the sins and being conscious of their existence. Only if we recognize what is and what is not a sin can we truly improve our relationship to Hashem. Indeed, the Zohar continues that we must bring the hair into our highest sanctuary and give it a place so that it does not denounce us. It is better to bring a hair of evil into one of our holiest objects, tefillin, than to pretend evil doesn't exist. The Mesilat Yesharim explains that it is comparatively easy to protect ourselves against sins that we easily recognize as sins. What is most difficult is to protect ourselves against those sins which we pretend are not sins. Mesilat Yesharim calls this the trait of Nikiyut, cleanliness, which requires us to be entirely clean from every evil attribute and from every sin. The way to do this is to rid ourselves of those sins that we rationalize to be good deeds. The sin of rationalization allows us to imagine that all our sins are good deeds. This prevents us from coming closer to God as we delude ourselves into thinking that we are doing God's ways. How many times do we do something wrong and rationalize it by declaring that not only is it not wrong, on the contrary, it's a mitzvah. For example, the Talmud teaches, Rubam begazel umiyutam ba'arayot v'kulam ba'avak lashon hara. A majority of people sin with theft, a minority with illicit relations, and everyone with the sin of the dust of slander. What's the dust of slander? It's slander that we somehow sugarcoat ourselves into believing is not exactly slander. More than that, we'll often tell ourselves it's important that this information be known. It's crucial to the very existence of the world when the reality is that what we are really doing, what we're really engaging in telling people is the dust of slander. And what we're really doing is rationalizing. We're committing perhaps an even more dangerous sin than if we would be engaging in intentional, malicious, 
and public slander. For one who intentionally slanders at least recognizes that they are committing a heinous sin and thus has an easier time repenting. One who engages in the dust of slander doesn't even realize that he has sinned. Just the opposite. He usually thinks he has performed a mitzvah. Thus is the power of rationalization. The sin of rationalization is so great that all of us succumb to it. Kol b'nei adam nechshalimbo. Yet as great as the sin is, is our struggle against it must be even greater. Realistically, we cannot hope to entirely remove rationalization from our soul. We must acknowledge its existence, and so we place the hairs of tefillin in full view. But what we also must do is to minimize its power, to keep its hairs, its strength so short that they do not defile us, to, to be constantly on guard against the soft cause of this dangerous sin. If we're able to do so, then we are promised that our reward will be exceedingly wonderful. Says the verse, Mi Who will ascend the mountain of God? Who will stand in the place of His Holiness, the clean of hand and the pure of heart? Only if we cleanse our heart of rationalizations can we hope to stand in the presence of Hashem.